We often hear people wishing us a long, happy, and healthy life. But what if the length isn't what matters most? What if instead, it's the breath, depth, and purpose of each day that matters most? Welcome to the Live the Width of Your Life podcast. My name is Annette Ardellian Kuzma, and join me weekly as I interview guests who make changes in their own lives to live more fully with intention, gratitude, and joy. Be prepared to be inspired by their stories of how they shifted their mindset, took courageous action, and designed the life that they always wanted to live. Today's guest is Brandy Hughes. Brandy is a business assistant and bookkeeper, and she's the founder and operator at Cornerstone Organizational Partners. After 22 years of working in accounting, office management, and executive administrative roles for various organizations and large corporations, Brandy launched her own original concept business. Fusing her diverse office experience, she provides administrative and special project assistance, process improvement techniques, and bookkeeping services to local business owners. This partnership allows leaders to transition valuable focus time towards growth within their organization, and she is a critical part of my own business. Welcome today, Brandy. Brandy, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm so honored that you asked me to to come on and, and share a little bit of my story and where I'm where I've been, where I am, where I'm going kind of thing. I'm excited about this. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to have you on because for those that uh, may know, you and I go back several years. We used to work together at the same organization. And when I started my own business, I was actually referred back to you because I didn't know what you'd been doing by our friend Annette. And uh, we have been working together since then. And so I'm so excited to have you share a little bit of your story with the audience and just, you know, for people to get a really good sense of what is possible. And so do you mind just kind of sharing a little bit about your background and um, maybe what you do today, but also, you know, how you got to where you are? Sure, sure. Um, So I guess I would say that I never thought I would own my own business. Um, you know, it's not something I had ever grown up saying, oh, I'm going to own my own business. I'm going to do this or do that. Um, it's just not something our family really did or talked about, you know, it's, it's kind of weird. Um, so I, uh, I probably the, the jumping off point for me on my trajectory, even though I didn't realize it at the time, um, was I found myself a single mom at the age of 18. Wow. Um, so two weeks later, I turned 19. I have a daughter that I need to take care of. Um, you know, so what do I do? What do I do? I don't have a college degree. Um, so I ended up working, little known fact, maybe at UPS loading trucks from oh my two gosh. in the morning till eight in the morning. Um, did that for a little bit. And then I realized that's not what I wanted to do long term, obviously. Um, so then I transitioned from not just working UPS, but changing clothes when my shift was done and going to school to get an associates in accounting. Um, So after two and a half years of that schedule, I graduated with my associates and um, got, got hired into my first internship in accounting with a a general contractor in the area. Um, From there, I just kind of kept moving along in a, a corporate America type career Um, I'd say that in 2006, when I landed, um, you know, in the organization that we were in together, 
it, it really kind of put me on my path to where I'm at now because it made me grow a lot. And most of the experience that I had had before that, I didn't attribute to growing towards my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was very lucky to have some challenging um, bosses, I guess, and situations in, in that 10-year span or 11-year span um, that brought me around to knowing that I really love helping people. I really mm. enjoy jumping in and helping fix problems or filling a gap, um, finding a solution to things in the role that I was in. And I just wanted to be able to do that for more people. I felt like mm. I was kind of pinned in by doing it for one particular organization in corporate America. So um, when the time came, and uh, we were kind of in a financial situation where we could take a step away and I could go out and do this big risky thing that I wanted to do. My husband and I talked it over and uh, we made the decision that that was the time. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, um, amazing that you were able to do what you did at such a young age, um, raising your daughter by yourself, working through the night going to school, how, looking back at that, are you still in awe or amazed at what you were able to do? Or was it just pure adrenaline for several years? I guess I would have to say I'm, I'm lucky that I was as young and healthy and strong as I was, because obviously as you get older, something like that is a <laughs> much bigger challenge. Yeah. So it definitely gave me the fortitude um, that I needed. I guess it gave me the experience maybe that even if something doesn't work out the way that you think it will, you can mm-hmm. make it, you know? And, and I know I was at an event yesterday, a networking event. And the question was, if you had, if you could meet your 18 year old self and you could tell that person three words, what would they yeah. be? And mine is a conjunction. So it's a little bit of a cheat on three words, but <laughs> it's, uh, you'll be okay. Oh gosh. You'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what I tell myself, uh, you know, during the rough spots, I had a magnet on my mirror and it said, get up, survive and go to bed. That was the objective for the day. (laughs) How did you know to do that for yourself? Right. So one, like you said, absolutely. You were young, you were healthy, but how did you know, or what was it that propelled you to believe you will be okay, get up, just put another foot forward and work towards the goals that you have in mind for yourself? it would have to be just a sense of overwhelming responsibility. Um, You know, it wasn't just me anymore. Uh, You can sometimes when it's just you and you don't have any other person, little person that you're providing for, or that is looking up to you, um, you know, you can slough some things off and be a little more laid back and relaxed and maybe not feel as motivated to get things done. Now you could also change that around to say, it doesn't have to be, a little person it doesn't have to be, you know, your child that's looking up to you or that you're providing for. Uh, it could be a team, you know, if you're a leader in a, in an organization now, or if you're, you know, the head of the family, your spouse, you know, any your siblings, anything like that, where uh, you feel that sense of strong responsibility of everyone's kind of watching to see what I do here mm-hmm. and which path do I want to take, and mm-hmm. ultimately which path. Will I be able to look back and say, yeah, I busted my butt and 
you know, I'm not going to coast now. Don't coast now, you know, push it for as long as you can, but listen to your body. I, I've got a couple of ladies in my life, you included, and my other, <laughs> my business coach, that's always reminding me, um, you know, listen to your body. If you're on a long stretch of some hard days and you mm-hmm. need to take a nap in the middle of the afternoon, yes. as a business owner, you're allowed to do that. That's one of the beautiful things about owning your own business and setting your own schedule. You know, there's a lot of pros and cons to it. So, um, but at this point, I wouldn't change a thing. I just am so happy to be able to work with people like you and, you know, all of my other clients that I have right now. And, um, you know, they're constantly reaching out with new challenges and new things. And it's, it's exciting. And I, I love seeing where you and I started and yeah. your trajectory, where you're going. So it's like uh, all great things. It's, it's impressive. Looking well, up to you. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, and so I want to talk about our relationship, but I want you to share a little bit more about, um, so your path here. So you worked in the corporate world and I remember just how you took care of everything. You were so responsible. You worked in supporting um, leaders, very you know significant leaders in the organization and their teams. Mm-hmm. And um, tell me how long after you were working in the corporate world, did you decide that you were ready to make a change? And then how did, did you know that your business was going to look like what it looks like today? Mm-hmm. That's great. Those are great prompting questions. So <laughs> in the back of my mind, I always knew that what I did was essential for more than just the people I was working for. You know, I, I would always talk to folks outside of work, you know, because at the time corporate America was everyone that you networked with. And then as I got a little older, I started, you know, having other social groups where you would hear other business owners and kind of the problems that they have and I, I found myself always trying to solve everyone's problems, you know, yeah. but it, I was so limited. I was in this box because I, I didn't have the freedom, I guess, to mm-hmm. do that because I was, I was in the Monday through Friday, eight to five ish. Yeah. <laughs> right. Ish. ish. Yeah. Um, so as, as I hear these people saying things, it started building more and more in my head of, um, you know, I have the skills to help these people. How can I help them? And I, I, I guess probably by the time I was in my mid thirties, I knew that eventually I would own my own business. I would work for myself. Um, and then it's just kind of, it was a wait to see how this, where the path goes, like how it takes me. And by the time I got up to, um, supporting some C-suite executives and some high level leaders within the organization, Um, I really started to feel a sense of ability, I guess it would say, um, up to that point, you kind of, you're not sure if you have the skill set to deal with people on that level, um, until someone takes a chance on you and identifies it and, um, brings it and challenges you on it, you know, and makes you grow in it. And, um, you had mentioned, uh, Annette and Annette was just absolutely my, my rock star when it came to pushing me out of my comfort zone, making me think differently, challenging me to do more, not being happy with status quo and, um, thinking ahead, always thinking ahead, um, always come to the table with solutions, not just problems. Um, big, big concept there to grasp. And the earlier on you can grasp that, the better. And then also things are going to happen. And, um, 
you know, it's better just to own up to it. Yeah. That was me. Mm -hmm. That was my mess up. How do I fix it? What can we do? Right. Where do we go? Right. You know, and again, those two things paired together, the faster that I learned that, the more I grew in my confidence of what I'm doing. So, um, so I stepped away from corporate America and I remember the day I walked into my boss's office and Brad and I, my husband and I had been talking about it <laughs> and, uh, it was a Monday afternoon and I said, I'm going to step away. And he mm-hmm. looked at me and he said, where are you going? How long are you going to be gone? And I said, <laughs> I, this is my two weeks. I'm turning in my two weeks. I'm going to try mm-hmm. and make a run it at doing my own thing and see how that works out. And, um, there was a couple months of struggle that I, I actually, I encourage this. And I think you and I even talked about this when you're transitioning from something like working for someone else for so long to going yeah. to your own thing, I called it a detox. I called Me it. Me too. That's what I called it. <laughs> I took some time and I did some things that I had wanted to do. Um, you know, I didn't do anything too crazy. I didn't get to travel or anything like that, but things around the house that I, I wanted to get done, I kind of got my space organized. And mm-hmm. at the same time, I got my head organized around, okay, now I get to do, I get to build this the way that right. I want to build it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that's, that's kind of where I came in and it was risky business. I'm, <laughs> oh, I, my business coach to this day reminds me <laughs> the, some of the first conversations we had, she said, you know, you're going to be okay. And I'm like, I don't even know if I can make this work. I don't know if people are going to want to use me. I don't know if I have something to offer to people, but mm. I want to try, you know, and now she reminds me of saying that in the beginning, that was a little over five years ago. Wow. And I'm to the point now where I'm scaling, where I, I'm in the process of, of talking to folks about bringing on some contractors underneath of me to help me with the workload. I'm turning people away and I don't want to have to do that. So yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm right now. Yeah. I, it's so amazing to see just your trajectory and see how far you've come. And um, so for those that um, just to share a little bit about how we started working together. So our friend Annette, you know, and I were meeting for lunch and I was talking to her about my business and also how after about a year or so I was growing and um, there were just definitely things that I wanted to start to outsource so I could continue to scale myself. And she said, well, do you know, Brandy is working now and she's supporting small businesses. She's supporting them with their bookkeeping, with administrative tasks and also project work. And I remember reaching out to you and I was so excited, one, because we were reconnecting, two, mm-hmm. because it was so amazing to hear about your experiences and what you've been doing. And then I always felt such a sense of passion from you about, like you said, helping people, helping them solve their problems. And I remember the first time I was like delegated things to you, turned over all the bookkeeping, which I'm so grateful for. And I think I've referred, I don't know how many people to you already. I'm like, you just have to do this because you're never going to regret having someone that you can trust, take care of this for you. And also a lot of other projects and, um, and you were so quick to understand my business and be able to, to offer support. So what would you tell small business owners who are still holding on so tightly to try mm. to do everything by themselves? Yeah. 
Uh, you, I know, I know that feeling. <laughs> I know <firsthand. laughs> um, and I call you the CEOs. You are the chief everything officer. I get yeah. it. I understand. It's your baby. It's kind of, you know, it, no matter if you're in your first year, if you're in your tenure, you know, you've built it. It's, it's the product of your own hands. Um, but what I like to tell a lot of the business owners I meet with is you get to a point where you're doing what you want to do. You have your why. And if mm-hmm. it's HVAC, if it's carpentry, if it's coaching, whatever yeah. it is, you don't want to do some of the things that are essential in your business. Mm-hmm. They're the bookkeeping, the reconciliations, all these kinds of things, little everyday tasks. Um, and it's such a mental drain and a time drain for you if it's not something that you really enjoy doing, you know, um, and something that you're an expert at. So it would, it makes much more sense if you step back and look at it from 10,000 feet to Mm -hmm. give that piece of it to somebody else that can do it in no time and give yourself that hour, two hours that you would spend lamenting over numbers if you're right. not a numbers person yeah. and really focus on the things in your business that you would like to grow areas that you don't get time to, to do things. Even if it's time with your family, you know, a lot, a lot of business owners, um, you know, they they have a spouse doing their books, their finances, and that it causes right. stress on the relationship. And, um, you know, it, you just need that downtime. You need some time away from it sometimes. Mm-hmm. So that's where I like to come in and have a conversation with, you know, an owner that is just overwhelmed. They've got a full plate and there's opportunity for me to help just take a little bit off, you know, here and there, trim the edges. And hopefully that allows you to, to backfill it or leave it empty, whatever you want to do. <laughs> um, oh my it's just to, to have more balance, you know, we keep talking about work-life balance. I think we've been talking about that for forever, years, <laughs> forever, right? Yeah. So, um, I I read a great book recently, um, and you know the concept of it. She basically in the book lets you know that stop striving for the balance because there's no balance, right. and whatever you're doing that day that's most important is the balance. You know, she, uh, she equates it to an Olympic athlete who, um, is training, 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 training. They don't have much of a social life. They don't have, you know, a lot of other time for things that you would think would create that balance. But in the moment when you're preparing for that, that is what you need to be doing. So, um, you know, I just want to help put minds at ease. I always like to ask my clients, you know, after we have a conversation, do you feel good about where we're at? Is there anything else that you're worried about that we need to talk about real quick that we can, you know, work through a solution and find a process that would help? Is there anything else that if you walk away from this call or this meeting, you know, is going to totally stress you out? Let's, let's get it on the table. Let's figure out if it's something that we can work through. So that's that I want my, my owners to walk away feeling like I'm in a good place. Um, Now I can go focus on this or that or or take a break if I need to. Yeah, I agree with you. And I always say, just because you can do something, I tell my clients, just because you're good at it or you can do something doesn't mean that you should. 
And what I found, so my definition of balance is, um, I always have my clients go through an exercise to identify what their core values are and what's most important in their life. What are the guidelines that really drive who they are, where they want to go? And I find that when our daily choices do not align to those values, that's when the struggle comes in. That's when we start to feel out of balance because we're not making choices and decisions that align. So like you said, yeah, if someone's values are to spend as much time as possible with their family and they're trying to figure out their bookkeeping, which is a struggle, not something that's maybe a natural gift, um, it won't feel very good. (laughs) They might be able to do it, but um, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the right thing to do. So thank goodness that uh, I would never take it back. The things that I've given to you, I'm so grateful (laughs) for. And I trust you implicitly. So I'm like, I don't want it back. (laughs) I'm, you know, we have a really great collaborative relationship. So I feel very in tuned and aligned to the work that you're doing for me, but um, it's not something I feel that I need to do hands on. Now, you've evolved from just smaller business owners like me, you know, a coach who manages different lines of businesses, but also to larger businesses. So I don't know what you're able to share. You don't have to name names, but I know that you're working with some pretty large organizations as well. So how did that happen? The evolution? Uh, You know, every client that I have, I think you had just mentioned it is a referral, which Mm -hmm. totally floors me. Um, you know, so I got into this and I had a couple of clients that I had known, um, pitched the idea to them. They were kind of friends, acquaintances and like, oh yeah, I could really use something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then ironically, my first large corporation type client was, um, connection through church. So okay. I, I went to church with a Chick-fil-A owner in the local <laughs> area. So, you know, we started talking about things that the owners do in that kind of scenario. And he's like, yeah, there's a lot of things that I do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis that I don't necessarily need to be doing. I've been doing it long enough to know what it takes. Um, He can pop in and take a look at numbers, you know, throughout the month and whatnot and know if something seems off now because he had done it for probably a year and a half or two years on his own. Mm-hmm. And then he realizes that just turning that over to me would allow him to be more involved with the other areas that he needed to help lead and grow. Um, so then from there, uh, I went into, a, I have a fast signs owner. Um, so that's another kind of big name in the world. Um, and now I have a second Chick-fil-A owner. So I'm doing two restaurants. Um, goodness, uh, then, then everyone else is, you know, kind of a mix of retail. Um, I have one that's doing full construction home builds now. Um, so it, it's kind of interesting now that you're making me talk about this. It's I'm not tied into one specific industry either. And right. the, the really cool thing about doing this for myself is I've learned so much about the different types of businesses and the needs um, mm-hmm. that they have. Uh, most recently, I was asked to come in uh, on a temporary basis to help with a union payroll to help process that on a weekly yeah. basis for a large uh, large company here in the area. So that has been a complete learning curve as well. And I think I go back to that honesty piece of it, you know, because when you're sitting at the table and someone asks you, well, have you done this? Don't be afraid to say, no, I haven't. 
but I can learn it. You know, like that's right. I, I, I've adapted and shifted so much to, to be able to help the people in need that Mm -hmm. nothing really scares me as far as learning it. And the people that I'm blessed to work with understand as we're going into it, I'm not your final tax advisor. I'm not your CPA, but I do want to work in collaboration with your CPA so that, Mm -hmm. you know, what I'm doing on a regular basis, they review on a quarterly or a semi-annual. And if they see something in a routine or a pattern that needs to be changed, we can fix it before you know, we're doing taxes. So these are the kinds of collaborations that I like to have with my business owners, you know, and their team, obviously with the Chick-fil-A, um, the owners have a whole team of leaders in the restaurant underneath of them. So I work with them, you know, a lot more than, than the actual owners themselves. So yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I love what you just said about not being scared. Um, about something you don't know. Now, did you always have that kind of courage or that strength? Or is that something that you feel like you woke up one day and you go, gosh, wow, I've changed during the process of entrepreneurship. Like, is that just been an evolution also? So the, the biggest thing that I did when I started my organization, my business was I, I started learning because I only ever knew what people told me in a corporate setting, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I never knew what, I didn't know what I didn't know. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, so I, I started learning and I got involved with Ramsey solutions. Um, they had a, a, a women business owned, uh, kind of section of their, um, foundation, I guess you could call it. And I quickly learned so much about the business and, and then from there, I jumped into the local um, kind of learning opportunities. Last year, I'm, I'm in Southern, I'm in Ohio, Northern Ohio, and I had the opportunity to do a leadership course um, that's put on in our county. And that was a huge, huge learning curve for me, um, just so much that I did not have the exposure to in corporate America that I I feel really blessed now being in the seat that I'm in to invest in myself. I guess that's ultimately what that whole umbrella looks like is investing back into yourself, you know, and some of this stuff is pricey, you know, some of these conferences, but guaranteed the things that you're going to take away from it are going to be worth it. It's Mm going to push you in some way. It's going to give you an aha moment somewhere the ones that are pricey are going to be the ones that you're going to take things away from. So if you really want to grow as a person and you really want to grow as a business owner, 100% invest back in yourself in your learning for sure. I love that. I, I say that all the time to people that it's so important to invest in ourselves. And you talked about the learnings, the conferences. I know that you work with a business coach. And of course, as a coach mm-hmm. myself, I, strongly believe that that strongly. is really Absolutely helpful. Best, best decision, yeah. Again, best decision I made to have someone to hold you accountable and to coach you through all of it. And sometimes I bring up things with my business coach and I'm thinking, why am I telling her this? And then we talk through it and yeah. she's like, I'm so glad you mentioned that to me because I want to help you, you know, mm-hmm. with that. And, uh, you know, it's funny. I'm sure that a lot of your clients probably consider you to be a close friend now. You know, it's it's interesting how you work when you talk with someone on a weekly or a monthly or how often you're meeting yeah. and, and you're really digging into 
the pros and cons of your, you know, your everyday business life and what's next. And, you know, don't be happy where you are. Keep going, keep pushing. What can we do? You know, and it it really is a close friend now Mm -hmm. that, you know, when things happen, it's one of those people you want to call right away or you want to send a text or an email and say, you're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this amazing (laughs) thing that happened to me, or you're not going to believe this really crummy thing that just happened to me. Like, what do I do? How do I handle this? So it's good. Yeah. It's a, the coaching relationship is such a close one because it's built on this foundation of trust, right. And working towards um, the goals of of the coachee. And, uh, and it is such an intimate relationship because you're sharing and we do often talk um, about all the things that are going on, which is, it's, it's amazing. And of course I have a coach coaches use coaches as well. Um, how long have you and your coach been working together? I started with my coach probably three or four months into the business. And the funny thing is for the first probably two and a half years, maybe a little longer. Um, she always pressed me about what are you going to do when you have too much for you to handle? And I'm like, we're not going to go there. (laughs) We're not going to get there. I'm only going to grow this thing as big as I can handle it. That's all I want to do right now. And then I saw her eyes light up the day that I admitted to her that I want to help more people, but I can't do any more on my own. So I'm probably going to have to consider bringing some. And she just smiled. She's like, we've been, you know, so she, she saw it, you know, she saw the path and she saw, I think a lot of times other people can see the potential in your business before you can. Oh, you, yeah. know you and I talked about this. I told you, I said, well, yes. I hired a full-time assistant and, you know, I still want, and I'm still working with youth. Have you considered? And you were like, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> so I'm it's, so it's encouraged hard. and it's excited. It's hard to let go of those little pieces. That, and I think, especially with what I'm doing with the bookkeeping, um, yeah. it's it could be a little more challenging because you're talking financials, right? And you want, right. it has to be someone you know, like, and trust, especially when it's your money, you yeah. know? So. Um, I always want to talk to people and make sure that they understand, look, I, I, I come from a background of highly confidential work. I'm, you know, it's mm-hmm. not something I share with folks. Um, your business is your business. And yeah. at the same time, I'm not going to judge you for how you're running your business. You know, mm-hmm. whatever you decide, the decisions that you make, they're yours. You tell me that's the way you want to do it. That's, that's, that's what it is. You know, it's, yeah. it's your individual business. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I want to go back to this idea that you said of investing in yourself, because one of the other things that you and I talk a lot about is the importance of taking care of our wellness, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual. Mm-hmm. And so were you always focused on your health and wellness, or is this mm-hmm. something that you feel like you have more time to do now that you're working for yourself? For sure. I can, I can remember specifically, um, it wasn't the the organization that I was in the last, um, but in my growth, um, probably early thirties, I was with an organization for about a year and a half. And by the time I left that organization, um, I had some serious health issues mm. and that helped prompt me to walk away and talk mm. about risky. That was the first and only job that I'd ever walked away from that. I didn't have something else lined up, lined up. Yeah. And it just got to a point with my own mental, physical health, and it was affecting my relationship with my daughter, you know, and I just said, you know, this just isn't worth it. It's not worth mm-hmm. it. I'm going to take, I'm going to walk away from this. 
And uh, it wasn't easy. I, I think I had four side hustles just wow. to make rent and, you know, make ends meet at that time. And I did what I had to do until, till that's right before I landed, you know, where I was for the, the longest period of my corporate America stint. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And then when I left corporate, I felt like they had encouraged us to be healthy, but at the same time, there just wasn't the time flexibility for it. Mm -hmm. Um, definitely not in the role that I was in. There were a lot of late nights at the office. Um, you know, there were a lot of, uh, events and things that would consume a lot of time in your day. And when I stepped away that detox, I think that was the first real opportunity that I had to kind of get back to myself. Um, you know, and, and quite honestly, it took me about four years to figure out something new that I really loved. And I was just sharing with you that I am going into a new adventure where, you know, I have some time during the week, early mornings, where I'm going to be teaching a class now in the latest kind of uh, exercise routine that I've gotten into. So I'm excited about that. I'm I'm not a yoga instructor yet, but... (laughs) (laughs) Well, so tell us about what you're going to be doing. What will you be teaching? So there is a great uh, kind of new, I've seen a lot of it out there on the news and, and kind of in social media. It's, it's a rebound class, the rebound boots. Um, and it's 40 minutes of pretty much a jump circuit and oh it gosh. works your core. It works everything. Um, so I know here in our local area, there's a few different places that offer it. So um, the great thing is that I have a back injury and I was afraid of trying this because I thought, yeah. oh, jumping for 40 minutes is going to crush mm-hmm. my back. But the way that these boots are designed, it actually, it, you have no impact on your knees, your hips, your back. It's amazing. Amazing oh that you gosh. can do that. So that's what I'm heading into next month. And, uh, you know, I, I guess we also talked about um, giving back, I guess, is another huge part of owning your own business. So giving back my time in that capacity and helping other others feel better, you know, as much as they can. And coupled with that, I'm going to be shaving my head for St. Baldrick's again. (laughs) Yes. Tell us about that. Cause I know you have such a giving heart, Brandy. So tell us what you'll be doing and why and and how, um, who, what organizations will benefit. It's beautiful thing because it's, it's enabling me to, um, give back to two organizations at once. Um, so I'm doing St. Baldrick's, which is uh, a head shaving. I mean, go completely bald. And all the funds that we raise for that are going to childhood cancer research. That's in a great organization. Um, I have a Facebook fundraising event going on. So okay. if, you, if we get tagged and you'd like to, to make yes. a donation, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, and then at the same time, the actual hair that we're taking off is going to go to a local organization called Wigs for Kids. Mm-hmm. And they go through and they take all of the hair and they um, they use that to make natural hair wigs for kids that are going through cancer treatments and that have, um, you know, the need for a wig. So that's the yeah. that's kind of the combo that we're doing to benefit, too. Well, um, thank you for doing that yeah, and I'm for excited. helping so many. And we will, I will definitely be sure to include the link uh, in the show notes and uh, wigs for kids. My, um, my girls did that. They had really, really long hair when they were younger. And I remember my oldest um, said, 
I want to, I don't know where they, she heard about it. I think she actually had a classmate um, who had cancer and, or actually it was maybe it was my youngest daughter, but um, they decided to do this. And so we did that. And uh, even at a very young age, I think they, maybe they were like eight and six. They were um, so happy to be able to do it. They didn't shave their head, but they had it cut really <laughs> short and, and turned into wigs. Um, so have, is this an organization that you've been involved with for some time or how did you find out about it? I have actually, while I was, you know, still in corporate America, um, we were encouraged to go out and, and help the community mm-hmm. on days when we could. And I know, um, one or two of the years that, that I was involved with that, I actually went to the office and did data entry for them because it's, oh, okay. it's easy for me. <laughs> I can do yeah. pretty pretty fast and 10 keys easy for me. So (laughs) yeah, so I had actually gone and helped um, with some of the data entry piece at the organization. Um, Yeah. So it's, it's, it's kind of personal for me. I I enjoy it. Oh my gosh. So Brandy, what is next? You've started this business. You're taking care of yourself. You've raised your daughter. Um, I know that you and your husband love to go to a lot of concerts. So there's things that you guys are always doing. What, um, anything else personally or professionally that's sort of been on your list that you're willing to share? Um, you know, it, it, you come, it comes to a point where you start thinking about how do you walk away from something mm. and you can't do that in a, you know, snap some fingers and it's, it's yeah. in place. So I really feel like I'd like to work on the legacy piece of mm. Cornerstone Organizational Partners next. Um, and you know, that all starts with bringing someone else in and kind of building this and figuring out what part of it is sustainable without me actually being in, in it and doing the work. And I feel like that's probably a five to 10 year plan. Um, but I want it to be something that will continue to help other people, even when I'm not sitting at the desk doing the actual work anymore. So and that, that whole concept just blows my mind to think that I could actually put that together and do that and, and have it sustainably helping future businesses, you know, um, yeah. the people that might be listening that haven't actually started their own business yet, but it's, it's coming along and it's forming itself. So. I love that you're looking forward. And earlier you talked about how, uh, you had to come up with three words and I won't make you stick to three to tell your 18 year old self, but what about even the, the version of you five years ago, right before you started your business, when you were thinking about maybe leaving something that was steady, that was, um, that what you were used to and starting your own business, what would you tell that version of you? Breathe, <laughs> breathe for sure. Um, I think I alluded to it. Don't be afraid. Don't be Mm -hmm. afraid to tell people that, no, this isn't something that I've done, but I really want to help you. You know, I really want to, to figure out a way to take the stress off of you, to make it easier for you. Um, Go with your heart, go with your gut. I've heard um, a couple of times I've heard people talk about as you grow a business, how to do things. and. when it comes to hiring employees, I've heard someone say, they say, hire slow, fire fast. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, quite honestly, I would tell myself, don't hang on to clients and relationships that are toxic for too long. 
because yeah. it kind of seeps into the other relationships you have. So it, once you, you know, and that's, that's been a challenge for me, um, identifying certain clients that we've grown apart, uh, or it's time for me to have them put someone permanent in place because they've grown that big and I can't sustain it anymore. So let me train somebody and bring them in, get someone in that seat permanent and step away, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, just not, not being afraid of a business model, not being afraid of having a mission statement. Um, all those things, I think someone stepping away from an organization where they are fed that so that right. you understand it and you believe their mission and their purpose, and their vision, um, take some time and, and figure out what your core values are. Like you had mentioned your mm -hmm. core values, what's important to you? What do you want to accomplish with this business? Set those pillars in place um, and things are going to change. Don't, mm -hmm. don't be so stuck where you are. Yeah. Um, things are going to shift, you know, um, just, just be willing to, to try. Absolutely. I love it. Um, so one of the questions I ask all the guests that is about, um, the title of the show, which is live the width of your life, which is a quote by Diane Ackerman. And what does it mean to you to live the width of your own life? To touch as many people as I can now with my story, um, with some of my experience to encourage people, um, that may be stuck in a spot where they can't see the direction, you know, just to take the next right step and to trust in somebody to come alongside them and help them, whether it's for a short period of time, it's conversation or long-term, you know, friendship, relationship, um, you know, situation. So living the with right now is definitely touching as many people as I can and encouraging them and just helping them, I guess, be able to go out and, and do a little more of what they, they enjoy and they love. Thank you for being you, Brandy. <laughs> Thank you for being what you are to me. So, so grateful. Um, and I want to make it known how we can help you. So if a couple of things that you mentioned, um, how can we best support you? Where can folks find you? If they're interested in your services, if they want to support um, the causes that are near and dear to your heart. Sure. Absolutely. Um, so uh, we're going to have a brand new spanky, shiny uh, web page coming up here soon. I'll be sure to get that information to you so we can put that in the notes for future okay. reference. Not quite there yet. Um, yeah. You can reach me on LinkedIn. I'm also on Facebook. Um, Simple Enough Cornerstone Organizational Partners on each of those. Um, the biggest need that I have right now is if there's any listeners out there who maybe have retired, you know, and they're thinking they want to try something, um, but they're not quite ready to start their own business. If, if this is something that you're interested in, you know, reach out to me and let me know and maybe we can partner and I can give you some encouragement and maybe give you a little insight into what it would take to start something. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Always opening yourself up to helping others. Thank you so much for joining today, Brandy, and uh, continued success to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love it. Thanks. <laughs>